This call is being recorded. Good morning, team. How are you today? Thank you for joining me on a mid-July Monday morning. Here we are. You know, hard to believe that it's mid-July already, but it is. Hopefully you've had a chance to catch up with family and friends as this market shifts. Um, But I know a lot of you, your mind is starting to turn to what's next, starting to turn back to your business. Not that it hasn't always been there, but, you know, it is definitely uh, hearing it now a lot from brokers. But today's call, um, and this is, believe it or not, episode 157, is called Are You open for business? Are you open for business? And uh, before I get into the details here, I want to remind you of my professional purpose, and and that is to help you, the broker, optimize your productivity and help you become the best version of yourself. Why? Because happy brokers sell more real estate. I do that by helping you handle challenges and opportunities that you face every day. And if you can effectively manage certain situations that arise on a daily basis in your business, you will be more productive and live a life that is the best version of you. On this episode of my Monday Morning Pep Talk, I, I'm on Monday Morning Pep Talk, I'm going to challenge you to answer the question. Are you open for business? Most entrepreneurs will answer the question, yes, enthusiastically, without hesitation. But with some deeper thought and analysis after today's call, some might change their answer slightly. You know you are open for business, but do your clients and potential clients answer the question about you in the same way? Now, during a recent coaching session, an agent who's in the early stages of reimagining her business said to me, I'm not sure that doing that level of transactions and volume can be done in my market. Now, I went on to do the math, compared her current business to what is possible if she implemented what we discussed, and then went back to my archives of quote unquote stories and metaphors. And explain my thoughts using the are you open for business metaphor. She commented after my explanation how this reframing changed her view of what could what was possible, what she could do with her business. And I explained sometimes you just have to get out of your own way. You need to step back and look at your life and business in a different way. Because it had such an impact on her, I wanted to share it with all of you today. Now, <clears throat> take, a min- take a minute and just imagine that you own a storefront cafe in a good location, walkable for people in the neighborhood. Okay, When potential customers walk by, they see that the lights are off. There is no placard outside welcoming guests with a whimsical statement or a special of the day. Tables are not set up outside and there is no sign of life. In essence, you've got the closed sign on the door, but in reality, you are inside waiting for customers to stop in. To your dismay, your business is not growing, obviously, and you see customers that have 
dined with you in the past eating at a new cafe across the street. The only people that dine with you are those that know you well enough that they know you are inside. And when they need something, they come talking, they come knocking. And uh, so compare this, compare this to a real estate business. Now, that scenario would be when a broker would be compared to when a broker rarely sends email marketing campaigns, has very sparse social media content creation, and limited, if any, client follow-up or scheduled touches with their clients. Now, I told her, put yourself in the public's place, right? Put yourself in the public's you know, seat and in their shoes and would they actively reach out to you if they weren't 100% sure that you were open for business let me say that again put yourself in the public's and your past clients shoes would they actively reach out to you if they weren't 100% sure that you were quote unquote open for business you can't expect them to be loyal when there are other brokerage options that are consistently marketing their business well. Now, keep in mind, this agent has a solid business and has grown it through pure skill. Incredibly good at what she does. Her growth started to plateau because many of these marketing systems, business strategies, and systems were not in place, okay? Because of that, she knew down deep that she was unwilling to settle for her business being stagnant, and she knew that there was more business out there for her to go get, her to go get. And this metaphor made my point, okay? Went on to help her reimagine her business if she, um, if she would just do what was needed to flip that close sign to quote unquote, quote unquote, open for business. There is no question that if a few marketing strategies are executed consistently over an extended period of time, your business will be impacted with positive growth. Price some of the following strategies, which are low cost, easy to implement, and will have a positive impact. I've got 10 of them for you here today. Number one, send specific neighborhood quarterly stats to your client via email. Have you considered creating neighborhood tags within your active pipe and your clothes? By doing this, you can target your clients more specifically based on their location. It can be more meaningful. It's a more meaningful marketing when you are specifically talking to them. When using email marketing as a strategy, which should be everyone, spend some time this summer breaking your list down into categories or tags. Go through, go through and only send those emails that are specific to those people. Many tags as you can put in. 
the more targeted your email marketing, the better. And I have been studying a lot about marketing here recently and marketing campaigns via social media, email, and many of the top, um, the top marketing minds are saying that nothing yet has replaced email marketing for effective um, business generation. Okay. So get specific, get targeted. Okay. It costs you nothing to do this. It's a little bit of time. Number two, on Instagram, follow at Sotheby's Realty, Sotheby's, Sotheby's Jewels, Sotheby's Watches, Sotheby's Sneakers, Sotheby's Style, Sotheby's Wine, and share content specifically with reels that you love and you find really interesting. They're right there to share over to your stories, et cetera. It's some great, they do just an amazing job within the auction house and Sotheby's International Realty with their reels and their marketing. Go in and follow those and share the content over to your stories and to your feed. How much did that cost? Nothing. Follow the Jameson SIR blog and repurpose it to your social media. Okay. And email marketing for that matter. Um, for many of you that are listening that are with other affiliates or other brokerages, um, follow your, your local marketing department and, and repurpose the content that they put out. Okay. It costs, it costs nothing, right? Number four, build out an email newsletter created by your brokerage and share your, share with your tags that would benefit. Okay. Get, you know, Jameson Sotheby's agents look specifically for the Imagine and other templates provided by our marketing department. Okay. The goal here with email marketing, I, I must say, is do not spam people. Don't just send everything to every list. Okay. It, it, it is, you're going to get unsubscribed if you do that. Be very targeted with your email marketing. Take that time and really segment your list so you're marketing the right way. I can't stress that enough. Number five, build a touch strategy to stay in contact with your top 100. Okay. So you've heard me talk about this at nauseum for years, right? Like it, it is, it is how you let your clients know and past clients know that you are open for business. If they haven't heard from you in a long time, they may start to think, is she, is he still in the business? And I'm not going to go into that any, in any further detail. You've heard me talk about it. Like I said, at nauseum, it's just such an important thing to do if you've not gotten there yet. Number six, execute a real estate review process on the anniversary of each of your client's home anniversaries, right? Like Ninja. If you go to Ninja for one thing, it's, it's to learn how to do the real estate reviews. Um, it is so important that you let your clients know what's going on with the value of their home. Okay. It's a, if you're a financial advisor, you're letting your clients know some way, shape or form what the value of their portfolio is. You are their advisor for their top asset. In most cases, 
it is your job to let them know what the value is of the top asset in their portfolio. Okay. You want to be a pro better learn how to do that real estate review. And as you guys know, um, we're having a ninja installation in October. And if you have not signed up, I highly suggest you do. Um, we are getting very close to um, full capacity. So you want to make sure you get signed up. Number seven, do you have a birthday strategy for your top 100? Okay. Um, this was my best marketing ROI of anything I did when I was selling. Um, again, I was in a position where I didn't have a ton of money to spend. So I, I would order these cards once a year, a different card for every year. And I'd throw a $10 gift card in there um, to my top people. And it would be, it would hit their, hit their mailbox, handwritten, whole bit. Um, cost me very little, but the impact was massive. Um, I got so many great comments about it. It sounds very analog, very old school. Well, guess what? People like old school. People love to know that you're thinking about them. Can't all be digital. Can't all be online, social media stuff. It's, you know, get out your pen, get out your, you know, get out some stationery, some cards, write some notes. It will never, ever, ever go out of style. Okay. That's number seven. Number eight. Um, I really wish that I had social media when I was building my business. We didn't have Instagram. We didn't have TikTok. We didn't have really, we had, we were at the beginning stages of Facebook I'm starting to date myself here a little bit, but it's true. It's come so far in the nine years that I've been in leadership. Um, but this is, this is the ecosystem that your clients, most of your clients are, are living in. And I, I want you to think of social media is like a cocktail party, right? Um, you've heard me say this, your clients are at the cocktail party. They're there. Um, and, uh, other brokers are there. Your competition is there. If you're not there, you will lose market share. You need to get in and, um, and really make sure you're posting, you know, uh, you know, different content. So they, so they know you, so they learn to know you, like you, and trust you, or continue to know you, like you, and trust you. If you're not there, why would they, why would they hire you if you're not there, right? If you're not marketing yourself, why would they, why would they hire you? Other than if it's a deep, deep, deep relationship that you've had for a long time, but that's not, you don't have enough of those to maintain your business over the long haul, right? So Get on social media, three posts a week, two to three stories posted per day. Get on, share your business, share your life. Um, that's how people stay in touch with you, okay? Um, number nine, on your next listing, get creative and upgrade your marketing, all right? Elite level marketing of your listings can equally benefit your brand, not just the selling of the property, but how you market your properties says something about you, okay? Says something about you. Look at what you're doing right now and say, what can I do to improve that? What can I do to increase that? Get creative and upgrade your marketing on your next listing, okay? Number 10, um, back to the social media piece. Instead of just scrolling through your social feeds, take the needed time to comment 
on noteworthy posts with your clients and other brokers around the country. Like engage, engage with your top 100, engage with your referral partners, engage with people. They want to hear you, right? They want to know you and they want to, they want to know you like you and trust you and continue to know you like you and trust you engage. Now I, I just gave you 10 simple ideas that are extremely low cost, extremely low cost, easy to implement. Once you get out of your head, right? And you start working on this stuff. These are great ideas that you can put into a 90 day, 12 week year process, right? Like by the end of these, you know, by October one, would I celebrate if I implemented strategies around these 10 things? Most of you, if you're not doing them, would give me a hell yes, right? They're low cost, easy to implement, and as a whole will give, will have a big impact on your business. Now, there's going to be less transactions in 2022 compared to 2021, right? No, 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 uh, um, you know, you're not going to, you know, probably fight me on that. Okay, my guess, like I said, is about 10% in 2022 over 2021. 2023, 15 to 20% less, okay, to 2021. Now, some of you went through that period of time of those last two years and let a lot of business slip through the cracks because you weren't fully engaged in marketing yourself staying in touch with your top 100 and your referral partners, et cetera. I have no doubt in my mind that if you implement some of these marketing strategies, you can make up that gap. Okay. You can make up that gap. Now, again, I said transactions would might, will be down 10% to 20%, right? But volume is up. So again, we get paid on, on volume. But the point here is there is business for you to go get the market in a tougher shifting market will look for professionals, but they are going to put their, their trust in somebody that knows how to market themselves, know how to market properties. Okay. That, that have proven that they know the area that they sell in. They know the infrastructure. They know those things that you can't find online, okay? This is a being a broker team. This is, this is what it means to be a broker, not an order taker. This is what it means to be a broker and an advocate, not an order taker. Let me ask you a question. I've got a couple questions for you before the end of this call. Would you hire someone to market your property that you can't find anywhere online, that you get nothing from? Would you hire someone to market your property that can't market their own brand and their own business? People hire who they know, like, and trust. So in wrapping up, I have to ask you, Are you open for business or is the close sign flipped over?
I just gave you, like I said, 10 strategies here that can flip that close sign back to open for business. Um, really inexpensive to do it. You just got to do it, right? So again, um, are you open for business? Now, I want you to go think about that question. Team, thanks for jumping on today. I appreciate it. Um, this email will come out tomorrow with the transcript and the recording. If you're not getting that email and you want to, just send an email to askjimmiller at gmail.com. My team will add you. Have a great week. Talk to you next Monday. Bye.